Cooper. Yep. Where was Jimmy this week? He was out riding dirt bikes, doing what he does best. Yeah, and he didn't invite us. Yep. He was out riding the 2023 KTM two-stroke motocross models out in Costa Mesa. And he also came on to talk about suspension, right? Yep, he did. Okay. What did what did Logan do? Well, he did something. He did a really unique hole shot technique as well. We go into that, and then we also had a really good segment of Rooster Endo. So it was a great show. Go ahead and tune in. Listen, yeah, yep. Tune in. Go ahead and listen. If you want to support Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, thank Yamaha, Taco Moto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company, and you can always shop through Amazon on our links on DirtBikeTest.com, and don't forget the push through button on Rocky Mountain MC, also on www.dirtbiketest.com. Now here's the show. All right. Live from Prompt, Nevada, and well, apparently from Costa Mesa too, you already heard him, but it's uh, Tech Talk, Taco Tuesday, episode 143. I'm Matt Mattoon. And I'm Cooper Luke. And this is the show that talks to you about what? Dirt bikes. And motorcycle-related products. And yes, we did practice that. It was pretty pretty intense but anyway welcome everyone we hope you're having uh you had a good memorial day weekend uh glad that you're all uh what's what's the word i'm thinking of glad you're all here there we go <laughs> so uh we have some great things to talk to you about jimmy is gonna join in here pretty shortly he was talking to us about he's got uh sorry he's gonna talk to us about some ktms that he may or may not have ridden and i think logan's gonna share some stories about uh racing this weekend uh what were what were you riding uh, YZ125. YZ125. What? What? A, like a new one too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 2022. Yeah. Cool. And then he put it through the ringer. Uh, you're gonna find out what we mean by that here shortly. Uh, but really quickly, I want to go ahead and thank our sponsors because without them, the show is impossible. When you thank uh, Yamaha, uh, Takamoto, uh, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, uh, Trail Tech, Fast Company, and New starting today, we're excited to announce C Concepts has come on board, and uh, we're gonna have a little. We'll talk a little bit more about it with Jimmy later, but we're gonna have a, an exciting new segment starting next week. Uh, that uh, yeah, we'll share when when Jimmy comes on. But anyway, uh, we also want to go ahead. Uh, I also remind everyone that if you want to support Dirt Bike Test as a whole, you can go through the Amazon uh, banner links as well as the Rocky Mountain MC and ATV links on DirtBikeTest.com. We get a small slice of that. Uh, of whatever you purchase you don't even have you, you don't have to buy as soon as you go through that link you can just go through that link and then purchase whatever you want and it'll help us out a lot so also let's see what else am i thinking of here also jimmylewisoffroad.com slash learn to ride to go ahead and get uh that, that's another way you can support us to purchase our online courses and then you also receive access to the beta code uh beta test for the online coaching program we have going on right now so that's pretty much all the sponsors we have here. And then I think we also have some other guy who wants to come on right now. Yeah. So uh, bring it, we'll bring him on right now. He's actually the main guy who he's the person you're used to seeing in this chair. It's uh, Jimmy Lewis. Hey, Jimmy. Let, let, let me on my own show. No, no, no. I'm going to hold the hostage a little bit more. I think, I think if I think uh, I can come up with some more sponsor reads, I got to update the sheet right here is what I'm realizing. It's a lot of paragraphs and there shouldn't be paragraphs on the sponsor sheet. Okay, so so first of all, um, uh, Cletus there on the right. He's the guy on the right. He looks like de- he's going deer in the headlights. Got to oh, give really? him a little more <laughs> little deer in the headlights right now. I, it, it's really interesting. No? 
to see your own show. Yeah. And, and then the, the other, the other thing is you forgot to mention uh fast company flex handlebars, right? Oh no, I didn't mention fast company. Did he? Yeah, it was fast company. I think I said it really quickly. And then I went into the, the, the suspense, you know, building suspense for the seat concepts. Right. So, okay. Well then, then good, good job. Hey, the set looks <laughs> really good. Logan, you did it. You, you helped me do a really good job on the set. I, uh, it's it's nice to see the show from this side. Uh, I would I got I got busy today. I couldn't make it uh, into the office, so I had to you know because I was riding dirt bikes all day, which is something that I do every once in a while. And now I'm uh, back here hanging out. Uh, but yeah, thanks for bringing the show on. Uh, you're gonna do a Yamaha read? Yeah, we'll do a Yamaha read. We also see Heather there. <laughs> yeah, Heather. Heather. I mean, I'm using her YouTube account. So when she says really nasty things and stuff, it's not mm -hmm. me. And, and we've got a good delay on that. Yeah, we have a really yeah. good delay on that. So oh, I can okay. understand. Now I can understand better why people like we talk about something and it takes them, you know, 30 seconds to a minute and a half to react. Right, right. It's the Internet. Totally. So it's yeah. a bunch of tubes. It's a bunch of tubes that that kind of throw informations down the pipe and it takes a while for it to get there to some people. So by the way, thanks everybody for joining in. Uh, it's awesome to, uh, to see everybody, even though I can't see you. And if I do see you, it's 30 seconds to a minute too late. So, um, that's, uh, that's good. Do, do you have a list of questions? I do have a short list of questions. We don't have as much as, as we normally would like to have. So the chat, I hope the chat's gonna have some questions for us. You weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> I, I don't know if you were on the screen when you did that, actually. You sure? She was on screen, I but we, we made you, we made you small. We made you small. You might've right been with. small at that point. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if we really saw it. Yeah. No, <laughs> tonight. Yeah. It's remember there's a delay. You think you were doing that. Tonight, tonight, uh, go throw, make me big on the oh, screen. No, you can see, you watch. Make me big, big on the screen. Tonight is brought to you by uh, El Mayor. Uh, this is uh, a. Get me drinking right now. You can see me. Oh yeah, there. Yeah, that was way too big of a shot to be. That was my whole show shot that my wife just down. And uh, yeah, good job, Heather. We'll 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 have giggles on the show in about. Uh, 15 minutes <laughs> oh yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna pour myself a, a, you know she... my 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 well in case she doesn't grab it again i'm just it's just <laughs> part time you you should know better than anybody about quantity of alcohol so oh anyhow um yeah maybe maybe it's time for a little yamaha read yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. So I'm going to have Cletus go go up for us here. All right, for the Yamaha YZ four-stroke. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the YZ, the Yamaha YZ lineup of four-strokes bikes are built for victory. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ 450F and 250F bring the performance with powerful four-stroke engines, reducing unsprung weight and new suspension settings. For the Look of a full factory ride, both the YZ450F and 250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics package. And you could take the precision tunability to the next level with the Yamaha exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to find your Yamaha YZ and enter the victory zone. Very good. That was awesome. Thank you. Did I mess up any words? 
Uh, I don't think you messed up any words, but uh, next time let's, oh, well, uh, well, let's go ahead and improvise you, a little bit. You said you said uh, you said YZ too sippy, and I was thinking, were you going to take that with acerbus plastic and write it at Wachugula? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting I was going to get made fun of the tunability. You, you you thought it was only going to be a little bit of fun? Yeah. <laughs> thank you Matt. thank you yeah cool so we actually have a question in the chat already jimmy i'm gonna go ahead and ask it uh so okay. what's jimmy opinion jimmy's opinion on the new gas gas 700 if, if you've seen oh. it uh yeah I, ha- I have seen it so the gas gas 700 is a husky 701 is a ktm 690 so i don't know how much more i need to discuss that i think that that bike is on one of my lists and is it um, a good is it the good list it's not probably not the best list to be on but it. uh it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those you know one mm-hmm. of those kind of bikes and I, I i haven't ridden one so i can't tell you uh but um yeah i think it's a it's a it's a kind of this mid-size sort of it's their first street bike it's gas gas's first street bike this mid-size adventure but it's like it's the ktm 690 that's red so if if you if if you want to know more about this go to baja diaries um youtube page i think he has some videos on the ktm 690 that'll just take you down he's worse than me i mean Mm -hmm. uh, it's certain direction with with that bike but i haven't ridden it until i ride it i can't really uh, tell you what what i what i think but i know what it's based on and that that has a really good motor on it in a in a sort of a dual chassis that's a little bit confused these days where you know in, in bikes that are so purpose-built and so good at doing things um in in the adventure bike category it's so middle of the road it's middle of the road so that's mm-hmm. what I think, but I don't know because I haven't written it. Right, right. But we got a, pretty informed. We got another question from Desert Adventures. Uh, he said, "Last week you talked about the CD Crossfire. You held up the SRS version. Why do you prefer that version over the TA?" Oh, that that that's a real easy question, and actually a really good question. So there's two reasons for this. Um, number one is I like a really stiff boot with a very stiff floor. And, and a lot of protection for my nine toes. I used to have 10 toes, but one little piggy didn't make it back from the market. <laughs> and that, that base that holds on the, the replaceable sole is actually really stiff and doesn't, it doesn't flex downward. And by downward, I mean, you know, like when you land off a jump, I don't want my foot to, to flex kind of that way. Yeah, the and bag. so... Um, that's why I prefer the SRS over the TA, but the TA is a, it's a, it's a really good boot. I think uh, it's a little bit more on the price point. And we actually just got a set of, um, they sent us a set. I don't know what they call their newer, their newer, I'll call it midline boot. It's not like a, a full grain leather where there is leather or leather like materials. However, they describe this, but I haven't worn them yet. And, uh, so but today I went to the track and I was riding motocross bikes and I had both my Ajoto, Ajoto, and my my Crossfires and 
just because I wanted to really feel stuff, I went with the crossfires because I those are the ones I wear all the time. And I wore them all weekend and the day before and the other stuff. So, um, yeah. Good question, Desert Adventures. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Okay. Um, that's, so, that's, the, that's the kind of information you can get on this show, by the way. If you, if you listen through all the other crap that you guys do <laughs> like the 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 like the the uh the awkward silences and all the uhs and ums that that i have <laughs> you, you 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 do sound a little nervous does he sound a little nervous oh Man. yeah i'm shaking in my boots he needs some tequila Are you? yeah well he can drink it he's old enough i am old enough i can drink it but i don't know if i really no, want to he- drink it Hey, hey, your your intro, Ooh. your guys' intro is pretty good. It did it did sound it did sound rehearsed and it sounded like you practiced a little bit. You know, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. See and professional. Then, and, then, and and then just like, you know, it'd be like starting a race with your choke on, things start bogging. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Wait just, for the <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not choking as hard as the 2022 YZ125 <laughs> off of the start of a works race at Cedar City. Hey, I heard he pulled all shots. What what other bike? Because the bike. Yeah, what other bike? I mean, think about it. Could would be good enough to pull a whole shot with the choke on. Definitely not a 570. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have choke. It's all automatic. It's all fuel injected. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about Logan's racing activities later. Maybe him and yeah. Cletus could switch switch yeah, uh, switch. I, I switch spots. Oh, whoa! What we got a big Ooh. big question in the chat right here. A big question. Yeah, I didn't. It hasn't popped up on my chat. There's a little bit of a delay. You want to? Well, is that, it, that's is because it, we're we're the ones in the studio, so we, we're the ones who get the chat the the privilege of having the chat right in front of us. Should have been here, Jimmy. <laughs> if you just, I, it was it, it was. When when I got done riding today, it was a five hour and twenty minute drive at two p.m. And I did math, yeah. and I'm not very good at math, but that meant that you guys you would have gotten here two minutes ago, right now by yourself, and I'd be there in three minutes. Yep, pretty much, pretty much. And I I remember you calling me. You sounded like you just got off the dirt bike too, like you were. Just I, I had riding. my gear on. I literally just took my helmet off and had my gear mm-hmm. on, and I'm I'm like, okay, we're done. Okay, I can go. And then yeah, we did what we did. Was it was it more than five laps per bike? Also, I is, is there some laps, yeah. Sorry, Jimmy, is there some beeping in the background for you? Right now? Yeah. That was my that beeping was my Heather Heather's cooking rice or something like that. Got it. Yeah, okay. She, I wanted to learn how to cook rice and she says you push the button that says rice. <laughs> it's very kinda technical. Like, kind of like running this show. Right. Well, there's a couple more buttons. There's two there's one more button there. <laughs> Logan somehow found a third button, but <laughs> Logan's sorry. looking real professional over there. Yeah, no, sorry. He held it. He has the power to shut down the show, so we should start being nicer to him, actually. <laughs> Said from the guy who threatens to shut down the show every once in a while. And you're always nice to me. So we had okay, a question from what? Todd Kelly. He's on Facebook. He said, Jimmy, I'm building up a 2016 500 EXCF. As a, as a fuel injected replacement for my plated carburetor 09 WR450F that I've loved and has served me well. I've never ridden a 500 other than in the parking lot, buying the bike, and then immediately tore it down and, and are a ways from being done with it. I bought it because of your praise of the 500 being there to do it all. 
Okay. Is I recently is sorry, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, hold on. I recently spent part of the day on a new 350 EXC and the vibrations compared to my WR were very noticeable in the bar ends and through the foot pegs. Some internet research tells me that the 500 is going to be worse. Is that truly the case? Why is their 500 so vibey? I know about damper pegs slash bars. Logan, scroll down. <laughs> but again, have heard those solutions don't solve the 500, 350 vibes completely. I, I'm always behind the 500. I was like waiting for the 500 and then, because that was my marker. And I'm behind the 500. As long as you're not blowing up 500s like someone else sitting here today. <laughs> are, are we, are we, 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 okay. So first of all, we need to turn Logan's volume up. Oh yeah. We've been trying. Or, or get him to get him to just lip suck that Put mic. Put the mic next to your yeah, face. Like, like Logan, like. Actually, we need to get them one of those mics like the Formula One guys are using now where they like, it, it, and it's like so aggravating to watch the, the announcers there. They have mm -hmm. these mics that they actually push up underneath their noses so it blocks off their nose and then puts it at the perfect distance so maybe maybe that's the next upgrade for the show when you sell the next sponsor we'll get formula one like mm -hmm. mics <laughs> there we go push okay, the talk so, and everything so so are we are we going to so the question is are the vibes going to be worse on the ktm 500 than the 350 so, so so did he say what your WR was? It was like, it was like 06. I want to say it was an 09. Yeah. 09 WR 450F. Okay. So what was that? You don't think they vibrate? No. Yamaha's don't vibrate. Not like the Husky. Oh, <laughs> that's a different bike. <laughs> um, I, 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 I kind of agree. I kind of agree that the Yamahas don't vibrate too much. I think they, they, they spend a little bit more time with their counterbalancers and stuff. And KTM is a little bit more on the, on the wanting to have kind of like a performance edge and counterbalancers kind of add reciprocating mass. And, and so they add, although it's kind of counteracting the vibrations, they add a little bit of weight feel to the bike. So I think KTM a lot of times goes a little bit softer on that, but do you think, okay, you, do you think your 350 vibrates more than 500? Uh, no, no, I can't tell the difference. Yeah. I want to, I want to say that the 500, oh, you can't tell the difference between, they're the same. I, it's the sound. I, I'm just kidding. Who, who else? So, so Matt and Logan, you've both ridden both 350 and 500. I, mm -hmm. I think the 500 vibrates a little less, but I don't really notice that they vibrate. That well, I, I don't notice vibrations at all because I'm used to having like the, the ones with the fast company uh, flex handlebars on there. Right. To absorb those Which, vibrations. <laughs> Which, in my opinion, don't really reduce the vibration that much. It it, 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 it reduces the shock, but th they like to say it reduces vibration. And I mean, I, I kind of, you know, they, they are a sponsor of the show. But if you're looking right. for reduced vibration, that's not the first avenue I would go down. But, I, you know, and, and the other thing I'll tell you is that different bikes vibrate differently. And, and the good thing is he said he was feeling it through the bars and the foot pegs both. Yep. So, um, when that means that, that, that means it's more of like an engine vibration as opposed to some sort of a, of a, of, you know, the wheels being out of balance and causing something funky, but I I've ridden like two identical bikes, same year. And one will vibrate a little bit more than the other, but I don't find that KTMs vibrate 
that much, but some people are sensitive to it. So maybe compared to your Yamaha, it did vibrate a little bit more. I feel that the 500 vibrates less, but it also sort of depends on what RPM you're riding it at. Um, there's, there's so many factors in this. And then, and then, you know, how your, how your engine mount bolts are top yeah. torqued. And there's, there's a lot of little things. I mean, if something is like loose, like are you sitting or standing? Yeah. Sitting or standing or your levers are loose. or there's a lot of stuff that can add to it. So I don't think that the, that you're going to, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a complete turnoff um, going to that, that 16 KTM. And I do believe that the, I think the older ones, the 14, the 12 to 15 to 12 to 16 ones vibrate a little less than the couple newer generations in my opinion, because I have all the different versions. And I think my older ones tend to feel like they vibrate a little less, but they're all modified and putting a big tank on it really reduces some of that feel too, as well. So that's all I know. So another uh, thing that just popped into my head, because he also could he also just be holding on too tight to the handlebars and with his knees? Could that be causing um, some of the like I mean, this vibration you, you, feel? Yeah, you might notice it more. I mean, if you're gripping tight, but you know, where, where, you know, were they were they small diameter grips or larger diameter grips? I mean, there's so mm. many things that go into to, to what he's doing. But the fact that it was that much noticeably different from his from his Yamaha makes me think mm. that maybe it was that KTM 350. And if he didn't notice it when he took it on those little parking lot rides around, maybe that KTM 350 was just a bad example. And was that KTM 350 an EXC as opposed to like an XCF or an SX? Because those bikes, it was an EXC. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The EXC doesn't, it doesn't really vibrate. Yeah, it, I, I don't think it the, vibrates the three- all that much. Any EXC that I've ever ridden has not vibrated a whole lot more than than a Yamaha. That beeping's not. Yeah, that's we're we're claiming that beeping's not us. What is it, a bird? I think it might be. Uh, I think it might be coming from from your like your garage right next to us. Actually, try closing. Not in here. Not in that. Yeah, group. no, there's, it's coming from here. It's something in the garage beeping. Yeah, it's something in the, in the garage. We got. Could you, could you shut that door? There we shouldn't the be pe- anything in there beeping in that garage. I almost wonder. I want to say it's the door squeaking. I think it's like the the spinning. Oh, you know what? It's the. Is it windy out there? Yeah. It could be a little breezy. It's yeah, always it's windy. Yeah, so it's the it's the it's the whirly spinny thing on top of the roof. Okay. Okay. Logan, yeah, get up there and lube that thing tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, no. Just shut the door. Cooper, okay. you're working for me now. We fired Logan. Yeah, we did. Both of us. <laughs> Wait, both got fired or both are working for for you? No, we Logan's, both fired Logan. Lo- Logan's, oh. Logan's moving on up. He was fired by promotion. Shots, yeah. A couple whole shots and he's he out. He leaves the choke on though. So yeah, that was the last try. Uh, Chris Rael is in the chat saying, testing different size bikes back to back, you will sometimes get a different vibration feel often is RPM based. Right, and I, I can, yeah, I would, I would agree with that myself. Actually, just I, I, and I, I, hundred percent agree with that. And like, like we were talking on a show, I think it was a couple shows ago, we were talking about those different bar end vibration dampers that were that had different tune. They literally had tune lengths to them. We were talking about putting silicone in the handlebars and all these different things. And it all depends, even with my BRP mounts. And so when I run the Scott steering stabilizer on a lot of my bikes, I put a BRP mount. To hold the stabilizer and it's a it's a 
It's a vibration dampening isolated mount and they, they have different color dampers. I think there's red and blue. And I found that one worked if you like to rev a lot more, one was better. And then another one, and I, I forget which color. I think I run red mostly on mine. So that tells me that the blue is more high RPM. And it was it was really noticeable when I tried them on a two-stroke, like a two-stroke pre-counterbalance KTM, and it made a big, big difference. So hopefully that, yeah. So that that's that's a that's a that's a true statement. Got it. All right. Uh, so I think what we'll move into here is like, uh, we'll actually move into the questions I have right in front of me here. And I'm going to hand this over to Ecletus again to ask them. So in Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, number 142, Jeff Williams is asking, the W, the SWM is actually built in the same factory in Italy that the Huskies were built. Pete Viterano no longer Vitrano. Vitrano. No longer imports them. Central Power Sports Distribution does. They are the Regi importer also. Uh, yeah. Uh, What's the name of that bike? Um, re, redo. <laughs> I want to say redo. But so, so they they import the older gas gas. To, so so the so the, um, and I'm not saying that name right. Regi. Regi. Somebody told me how to though. say that name too. Uh, Raju. Raju. Reju? I don't know. Maybe roll your tongue at the end. I don't know. I don't know. Let's so not get the, too caught up on that. But the older gas gas, so the pre-KTM gas gas, they they import those. And uh, I'm not sure exactly where they're made, but um, I if it's still, if those, if the SMWs are still made in the Italian factory, I'd be surprised, but he's obviously done a little bit more research than, than I have. And, and, uh, yeah, I didn't know that Pete was not importing them. So good. Thanks for the info. It's, uh, that's, uh, really, that's, that's good. I mean, I'd like to, you know, anytime I can ride a bike, I like to ride a bike and test it and be able to give you guys the info, but, um, awesome. Uh, we got a question from YouTube from Doug McGill. He said, stupid, random question. I've tried of paying for mooses. He said, I'm tired of paying for mooses. Can't find the Bridgestone UHD four millimeter tubes and the tire size 120, 118 and 90, 121. Will the 110 and 80s, 80 tubes fit? I, I would I would run them in a second. I, but I'm not a big fan of the super ultra heavy duty tubes. And uh, so... I, I have found in, in, in my own personal testing, and this is like desert hitting rocks and stuff. I got more pinch flats with the big, thick tubes. And so, so generally I run Kenda heavy duty tubes and they also make an ultra heavy duty or a thicker tube as well. And I have run the Bridgestones and I've run their, you know, the, 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 the small ones. So the small ones and the big thick ones, I get the same amount of pinch flats and, and I get less with the, with the just regular heavy duty tubes. And so I would have no problem putting the, the smaller size tube in a bigger tire, because I think some of the flats that you get with the ultra heavy duties is because it's just not a lot of room in there. And they get, they literally just get crunched. Um, there's, there's just not enough room. And so 
they, I don't think they always, um, like if you imagine a tube, if you think about it, it would seal perfectly along the side of the, along the side of the tire and fit inside the tire. It wouldn't crinkle up or get stuffed in there. And that's kind of hard to do on something you can't see when you, when you load it in. So having that slightly smaller tube, even with the bigger, you know, with the bigger, thicker millimeter stuff. But um, yeah, I've, and I don't know why it could have just been bad luck, but my experience and the, maybe the, let's say in, in all of my time. And I used to get ones from, um, you know, back in the days, Metzler and Pirelli tubes, and they had different diameters, thicknesses as well. And we never ran the super, super thick ones. Even when we were desert racing with those, we always, and it was kind of, they suggested don't run the big thick ones. And a lot of it was for weight because we were racing and, and, and then there was some of it about, Hey, we, you know, we, we don't think it's any better. And I tend to agree. So that's, that's my, uh, that's my take on it, Doug. Hopefully it's, and if that's not a stupid question, that's a, that's a good question, but, um, and I can, I can see how, you know, what, so what are those two, what do those Bridgestone tubes cost? Cause those things, I mean, I think they're pretty pricey. I think it's like a, a $40, a $40 tube. And then yeah. I don't know how long they, I don't know how long they really, you know, how long a tube, I guess a tube could last a lot longer than a moose, but yeah, it's, 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 I think, you know, it's personal preference and a Doug lot of other says stuff. 58 bucks. Yeah. They're not cheap. Wow. I, just on. I just looked on mine too. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. They're, they're not cheap, but I would, I would, I mean, if you haven't tried them, if you haven't tried like a, like a regular heavy duty tube from a, from a good company, you know, you can get really cheap ones, but if you, if you're getting like a, you know, an IRC, a Kenda, um, uh, uh, you know, Bridgestone or a Dunlop tube, um, those I know are really good. I've seen some kind of off brand ones that I haven't been too fond of. Um, but you know, and also same thing with tubes, it, you know, make sure it's fresh. Cause I've, I've gone into a shop sometime and I, Hey, can I get a tube? And they pull the tube out and you can see cracks in it and that's no good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had that happen too. Uh, we got another question from the KTM 390 video from Sean Anderson. He said, do you know the 2021 electric power output and the city driving versus highway speeds with everything stock maxed out? High beams, displays, brightness, etc. It would be nice to know for planning to add heated or other power gear. How many watts do we have to work with after the bike draws power for stock systems? So that's, that's a, that's a good question for, um, for the owner's manual, (laughs) (laughs) you know, super specific stuff like that. But I will tell you, KTM designed that bike so that it would accept heated grips, like any accessory that they're going to sell you in their power parts catalog and stuff like that. And so if you're going to even, you know, match it with something similar, they, they know that it can do that draw and you, you can, you know, you know, if I, I'm wondering, you know, all of a sudden you start putting big lights on it and, and now the LEDs don't really even draw that much, but lights and hand guards, you're charging, you know, running, you know, most adventure guys use two to five GPS units on their handlebars more if you're going to Starbucks, but you, <laughs> I, I, I don't think, and it's really easy to check. I, this is how I check it is when I, when I add something, I just go put the, 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 the multimeter the load test room. on top of the battery and make sure it's, it's 
pushing above, you know, 12, seven, 12, eight volts when it's running and then I'm, and then I'm fine, you know, especially at idle. And, and then, and then you can kind of rev it up and see, see what it does there. But um, yeah, I think, I think you'll be mostly fine with the normal accessories. I, I think they, they expect this. Oh, maybe he's looking for a heated seat. That or could, that could bars. be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking for seats. Then I actually know a place where he can go check out seats. Seat concepts. Discount code. Yeah. Seat concepts. Hey, you have to, for discount code, if you're into that kind of mm-hmm. thing, you got to email me and ask me for it. It does. Those things don't come easy. You know, I mean, the code might be really long and not easy to remember, but that's why you got to email. Me. Right. So right. if you, and if you can't figure out my email, that's the second hurdle that you're going to have to do to get to that discount code. It's not I, don't, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. I have to do some research now. Good question. Um, do I, does C concepts make heated seats? I'm not sure, but they do have a proprietary foam formula that's adjusted for each customer. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. And, and I, I like, I like that. And I like the, I, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the suede seats. I don't know what they call that. Material, right. Cause they, they I have. cause I've, I've, I have notes of a read in front of me and it's saying they have seat styles available in a variety of options. It's so been they can, around since yeah. 2009 too. Yeah. Handmade in USA since 2009 designed for uh, long haul adventure rides or weekends at the track. Go ahead and ride the world with seat concepts. I got one on my bike. I like it. Good. Question. Yeah, I, I have them on. It's like, I literally decide sometimes which bike I'm going to ride based on mm-hmm. the seat. And then if like Matt wants to ride one of my bikes that has a C concept seat, I take it off and I put it on the bike. I'm going to ride and he gets to ride with the, the old beat up stalker. Right. <laughs> Understandable. My, my, my butt's used to it at this point. Spend so much time on those, on those, uh, on the rental bikes. <laughs> hey, and if you're, if you're, and if you're thinking about a C concept seat and you want it tomorrow, you should order it a little while ago. Just be prepared for a little bit of a wait time. Cause they are, super busy but when you make good stuff that's what happens so um i'm a big fan i have been i have them on my ktm 1090 i have them on my new 500s i have them on my old 500s i have them on the bikes that i spend a lot of time riding Mm -hmm. and uh and actually i think they have one i I just picked up a new ktm 390 not new but a new used one here that we're gonna add to the fleet i think logan might logan and i might ride ktm 390s back from washington in the summer and uh, oh nice so i might be Seeing if I can get a seat concept seat delivered to me up there in June. You need to get a DDC sprocket for the 390 as well. I don't think they make them for those yet. Yeah. Got hey, it. Quit trying to do so many sponsor plugs at once. Good job. But you know, you <laughs> run it a little hot. <laughs> Tony's, right. well, t- Tony's asking my ass hurts after I ride. Will seat concepts fix that? Well, uh, one more time. He said my ass hurts after I ride. Will seat concepts fix that? No. So there's this thing called Jimmy Lewis com. That's the riding school where I teach you <laughs> how to stand up more and stand up properly. You don't have to stand up all the time, but if you do it when it just before your ass starts hurting, you know, you know how you get that feeling that's like, uh, things aren't right, a little hot down there. You just stand up and give it a little bit of cooling breeze and knowing the difference in how to stand up as opposed to just like standing up or, you know, squatting was what most people do or they stand mm. up and they have really high handlebars and then they're doing the pelvic thrust into the into the front of the motorcycle 
Um, there's, uh, there's things like this that we can help you with. Um, oh, was that another sponsor plug? That was another sponsor plug right after you got on me too. Dude, so. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> 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 We're not sellouts here at all. No, it's all good. It's all good. So Jimmy, you said you rode some, uh, you're riding some dirt bikes today. I got, so I got the chance to ride. It's probably cause I'm a, I'm a mouthy complainer, but, um, I got a chance to ride the new KTM two strokes, the 2023, the SXs. Mm. And I'm going to, I'm going to put it really plain and simple. Don't ride one. If you don't have 10 or 11 grand laying around. It's there. It's I'm not going to say that, that I was, that I was surprised because I expected it. There's no way they were going to, they were going to get rid of the carburetor unless they could make the fuel injection do what it needed to do and be better. And I am, I'm not kidding. Like that 300 Mm -hmm. SX is ridiculous. It's so, it's so good. Um, just, it, you can ride it like a 450 and it has like 450 kind of power, but then it's light and agile and doesn't, you don't feel like it gets kicked, you know, like a four stroke and, and we were riding on kind of a rough track and uh, man, everything do- doesn't, doesn't vibrate. It has snap like throttle, mm-hmm. throttle response and snap and, and uh, yeah, really really good uh i i didn't get a chance and logan ask logan logan i his job was to watch all the videos or maybe maybe it was even cooper you guys watched all the videos of the other guys talking about that bike correct not all of them but a couple i don't think i was informed to do this i only listened to Kiefer's. uh i listened listened to Kiefer's podcast and i think i saw a little bit what mosman was saying maybe right oh and and so so just just so you know these bikes take premix and so you pour you know like really? on the 125 they recommend 40 to 1 and in the in the in the 250 and 300 they recommend 60 to 1 so you run premix in them pump yeah. gas and premix um so it's 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 back to that and the reason for that is is because these bikes they want them to be as light as possible and is is kind of i want to say in a way simplistic, just something that you're used to because motocross two stroke guys are used to mixing gas. You know, two stroke guys have always mixed gas except for, you know, back in the early seventies, there was a lot of oil injected bikes back then, but they weren't really motocross bikes. But so you're mixing the gas. Uh, The bikes come with a two position switch. So it has like a, it has a standard map and then and then on the 250 and 300 is a standard map and an aggressive map and on the 125 they call it more like a leaner map and a richer map and uh so they have they have the ignition switches and I'll tell you what so I got to ride the 125 also and mm-hmm. I'm not a small guy like Logan and and so but one of the biggest advantages I could ever have and it was very rare that I actually pull second gear starts uh, on a 125, even when I was a little bit lighter on that 125, I, I ripped four second gear starts, just Ooh, really? perfect. Uh, no bogging, no nothing. And then, and then I did some, there was no lugging, no bogging. It was just off the line. It's in the thing just ripped. And, uh, 
then the, then I did I did starts on the 250 and I did starts on the 300 also the on the 300 I did them in second gear just not thinking about it and then I went back up and they go hey try a third gear start I'm like really I went and did a third gear start in that 300 wow you know Andrew short style we'll call it oh uh-huh. yeah and it 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 just crab traction and so what you're seeing with these two strokes that so the biggest thing is they didn't lose anything from the carburetor like they're not losing power um they threw some numbers around about what the horsepower was but i don't really think that that's something i they just talking numbers but i don't care because it was number was generated on a dyno and all this stuff but they're they're not small numbers they're big numbers especially with the mm-hmm. 300 but you you get this extra amount of of rideability and if you compare it to let's just say you compared it to a carbureted two-stroke a lot of times if you come in the turn a gear high and a carbureted two-stroke and you and you and you're gonna you're gonna just kind of big throttle openings at a low rpm the carbureted bike there's a point where it bogs you know when you give it too much gas well the the fuel injected bike doesn't bog and Mm -hmm. and and since it doesn't bog you can turn the throttle farther and then the bike actually accelerates and accelerates pretty good and we're we're if you if you don't turn the throttle that far on the carburetor when you hold it there it just kind of keeps running it doesn't accelerate it keeps going the same speed and so mm-hmm. that's the the interesting thing about these bikes is that the the power band isn't going to get to the four stroke lengths you know it's not going to be the you're going to have to shift more in a two stroke just the way it is right but the, the fact that you can just you know, and I was just finding it really awesome to run in the aggressive map on the 300 and ride a gear high everywhere because the aggressive map was too aggressive to ride it like a, to race it. You had to want it to be in the normal map. And, mm-hmm. and I was told on the normal maps, the regular one, they're actually reducing horsepower, which is kind of a, you know, kind of, you, you know, you say you never want to reduce power, but they're actually reducing power to make it more rideable and drivable. And mm-hmm. they were not 250 or 300. They were not slow. So in 300, I could not ride aggressively in the aggressive map. I had to go to the gear high riding style, which I really liked. That was what made the bike for me. But if I put it in the normal map, I could ride it like a 250. And it was, it was super good. Then on the 250, I can ride in either map. And then just depending on how fresh I was or how, how much, how much excitement I want, how much traction there was, I could ride in either map and, and get away with it. You can't do the gear high thing. You can, but not as much on the 250, but man, the 300 felt light and the, the 250, well, they both felt light, but um, uh, just the power bands were longer. They, 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 they actually have rev limiters in them. And on the oh, really? 300, I could actually, you could be an idiot and go way past over rev and hit the, hit the um, rev limiter on the 250. Unless I over revved it in the air. Like let's say you get kicked in the air and you, you gas it to bring the front end up or, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, you just on, just on purpose, I would over rev in the air. You could get the 250 to hit it, but on the track, I can never get the 250 to 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 touch quote the rev limiter mm-hmm. and then and then the the 125 was pretty amazing because again it just it's so reluctant to bog it just does it doesn't bog but you you know you still have to do your downshifts and everything on the 125 right right but the fact that it that it you know you can do these big throttle openings 
where you usually go into a turn in a 125, you go in in the turn and, and you, you know, you're a little late in the throttle and you give it a ton uh-huh. of gas and it actually bogs. Well, this bike doesn't bog. So you don't really, really slow. You don't completely, you're not going to accelerate out of the turn like you would on a 280 300. You're just not going to, it's not going to bog and fall on its face. Then you're going to fall over. It actually gives you a little bit of power to keep you going. So it has, it has it, I don't want to call it pickup. It keeps running. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't bog down, but what a, yeah, good, good bike then. And, and, you know, the new chastis, I felt like they were, they were a little bit more stable. Um, mm-hmm. And, and where I've always felt it, especially the two strokes were a little bit on the, on the aggressive side, um, turning wise, they're no longer like that. They still turn great and, and you have lots of steering feel, but now it's, it's like, it feels like the bike just got just a tad bit longer and a little more stable. Um, chassis may, or we didn't really, we weren't really messing around too much with the suspension today. Just didn't have time for it, but it, it seemed like it might be a little bit picky to ride height. You know, it might be really sensitive to, to ride height Cause I did ride one bike that was running low, riding a little bit low on the rear. And I noticed it right away. Um, and I wanted to change it instead of just riding it around, but that was, that was super awesome. Um, uh, the, the new shape and layout didn't, didn't really draw any attention like good or bad. It was just, the bike was just overall, um, really nice, but, uh, um, they, and the other thing that really stuck out to me is, is there's a way that the four strokes feel heavier and more planted and more connected to the ground where the two strokes always kind of danced around. And right. I didn't, I didn't ride a two stroke and a four stroke back to back, but I didn't feel like these two strokes danced around like nearly as much as they have in the past. I think they've, they've got some suspension settings. They've done some work with both the chassis and the suspension to, to, um, you know, just get everything kind of settled down, feel a little bit more planted. It felt like the bikes had more traction. And I think that comes into the, the motor, you know, the, the motor characteristics and just the way the chassis is working, but they have snapped. So if you're worried about losing the carburetor and losing some of that power, that new, you know, having those two fuel injectors, one, you know, one in the throttle body and one back into the transfer port, um, if you thought that was going to be, you know, if you thought it's not TPI, it's whatever they're calling their new stuff, but it's good. It's really, really good. You'd say, so you would say it's a, it's a, it's an upgrade over the old TPI systems. Um, I, for trail riding, I don't know if I'm going to say that, although mm-hmm. I did go out and, and like really lug the bike and do all the thing. And it didn't, it didn't do, um, it didn't do anything bad. There was nothing discouraging about the, the the way it performed but i think the throttle response might be a little bit you know sharp for for trail riding especially okay. like when you're in the aggressive maps you're it'll, right. you know, it'll, it'll kind of it's just like on the on some of the four strokes for a while some of the you know the xc's were mapped like with motocross maps in them and they were too much for trail riding you wanted to run a little bit more of a a mellow map but same same sort of thing right. and, and and with the with the uh now electronic power valve they're able to control this stuff so much more and uh it'll be interesting to see where they where they take the tunability of this where you know where Mm -hmm. they allow the you know what they allow the consumer to do if they allow this you know and but you know they're they're Mm -hmm. the end goal is for most people you're just going to buy this bike put gas in it put mixed gas in it and go out and ride it and it's going to be perfect all the time and, uh, and I, I don't see how someone 
with a stock motorcycle would be would be disappointed in any of the three models and Mm -hmm. but the 300 was like it's it's literally got me keeping my hand over my wallet oh really it's it's that yeah and and you know this i'm a a 125 guy i only like taking 125 the motocross track but i'm like this was so much fun i i Mm -hmm. i would have a lot of fun riding this at the track you know because i'm kind of i don't want to say i'm over four strokes but i'm kind of not over four strokes but over big four strokes you know they're just so Mm -hmm. fast and you never really get to hold the thing wide open and on 300 every once in a while i kind of you know i got to hold it wide open and and it would usually spin when I did it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was, it didn't feel like I had an extra 20 or 30 pounds between my legs that I wasn't going to be able to control. It gave right. me that, that still that two stroke light, you know, agile feel, but yeah, that's uh that's my take on the, the 23 KTMs. Okay. So two out stroke. of all those bikes you rode today, you would say that 300 was your favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, for so. sure. <laughs> I'm getting choked so just, up about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like 125. Um, and I, and I rode, I rode, <laughs> I rode my three, I rode my 300 TPI bike all weekend trail riding. Uh, and I, I was like literally in love with that bike. I mean, it just, it made hard, hard trails easy. And I was just super stoked on it. Oh, the other things about the, the, the new bikes is they don't, they don't detonate. Like the, the TPI bikes kind of do a little bit of that, that, that lean knock, that detonation. Mm-hmm. Um, and these bikes did not do that. It was, it, it was, it, you know, so maybe, maybe there is something to the way that they're doing this. Maybe they got better control or maybe that power valve, you know, the electronic power valve has better control over it because they're, they're really, you know, working on getting all that stuff dialed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you kind of answered my, my next question, which was uh, about, you know, the back to back with your uh, 300 TPI. Uh, so you only rode like the 125 SX, 250 SX and 300 SX, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, if I remember right, the, the off-road models, they don't get, they, they didn't get the, did they get the same updated, uh, injection the, system? The XC will, I'm pretty sure okay. the XC, uh, cause the XC was kind of weird in that, that, that usually the XC is exactly like the SX. Right. But, but when they went to TPI, they, they, they used the XCW engine in the, in the XC with mm-hmm. with a with a they didn't use the wide race to transmission so it was it's kind of its own thing but i'm pretty sure you're going to see the xc just like the sx again i think they wanted to get it into the fuel injection side of things mm-hmm. and then and then now they're going to continue to do that so it'll be based on the the sx now so it will get the it will not no longer have tpi got it got it so my, my next question is a little bit about more about the mapping uh so this mapping, um, it's just buttons on the handlebar, right? It's not like the Yamaha app, or it's not like the the KTM. What the KTM it's equivalent a, right now? It's it's just a it's a two position map. You push up, and it turns on the um, the the. It's a white light, you know, mm-hmm. and and you push down below, and there's a green light, and the green on the SX is is isn't aggressive, or on the 125, it was called a. I guess it was called a, uh, you know, a richer a richer map, but they'll like I. I think because these were these were these were early production bikes that, that I was okay. riding, and so so I'm sure when they you know when they get it all kind of finalized and and like I said I wasn't at the at the at the the, the proper press intro, mm-hmm. so um, you know I don't know exactly how they explained all that, that stuff to to those guys and 
I was basically just riding him today to, to ride him. So nice. Nice. That's cool. We're, and also, um, I'll, I'm a follow up question here. Were you, were you looking for a Kickstarter on the one twenty five? Never. And I want to punch, now, 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 now I want to punch BJ for even talking about <laughs> Kickstarters. I hate them. Kickstarters, Kickstarters, and carburetors. Let's just let's just flush those things down toilets. <laughs> right, right. Like we we have the technology for for a reason. <laughs> hey, hey, and, and 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 all the stuff that BJ said about the bikes is 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 mm. spot on. You know, when he talks about just you know, his feeling, I'm just, a, am just really picky about this stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I did not miss the Kickstarter, uh, one, one bit zero. Hey Jim, yeah. mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on starting the two strokes? Cause I've heard they take a lot of throttle to get started. Um, the fuel injected ones. Yes. The SX. I didn't notice this. Okay. But they, they, the started, they, they started, they started right up. I mean, they, the, the, and I, 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 a couple times I got them when they were cold and, and they, they started, they started right up. But um, remember that if you, if you were, if you were listening to these impressions from the other guys that they, they were, they were also on pre-production bikes as well. And, and I'm pretty sure that they're, that they're, you know, still making sure everything's really good. So in, in this, a manufacturer will use those intros a lot of times, you know, as part of their testing, you know, they, they still have the ability to, to, to tune stuff up and get things right. So, you know, sometimes there's a, you know, if, if, they, and they admitted that they were riding, you know, there's only, there's only a few of them in the country. And so um, they're kind of, they're kind of spreading them out and giving, you know, you gave those guys a big chance to ride them. And now they're kind of doing some other stuff. Mm-hmm. So were, were the ones you ride and they came back down from Michigan uh, then, or were these different ones? I, I'm not sure where they, where they came from. I know when I, I went, I went by KTM proper today to pick up another bike. And I think the bikes from Michigan were there getting serviced, cleaned, moved around to stuff like that. So, but I did see a whole bunch of Huskies. Oh, really? <laughs> Husky, Husky, Husky versions of those. So I guess me and Trevor might get an invite for that next week or something. So, oh, cool! Fingers crossed. We'll, we'll yeah. look forward to hearing uh, hearing more about it. If you guys get to go, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, as long as I didn't piss anybody off. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, you, uh, you got them to give you this uh, these bikes, right? By uh, by calling them out, or, or no? What was it you were no, you were no, sour it's, or it's something? It's something. I don't know. Maybe I'm not really sure. Completely different. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. They actually wanted Logan to come out. Why didn't you go, Logan? <laughs> Silence. Yeah, he's like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can we get that silent kid, that quiet guy that doesn't talk? Well, I yeah, would actually. The guy, that, the guy that likes to leave the choke on. <laughs> well, no. So since he just raced uh, the YZ125, I actually think it'd be really cool to for him to ride that one tw- that KTM 125 and get that direct comparison between the two. Make sure you leave the yep. choke on too. <laughs> you don't have it there. Actually, no. they have a no, hot start not. button. The the oh, the oh. fuel injected bikes have the same kind of throttle body setup. So mm-hmm. they have the they have the red knob on the top that adjusts the idle, and then they have the sort of the hot start button. Um, at the bottom that you push up and then when you, when you close the throttle, it turns back, it turns back down. Mm, got it. So, so how is, how is, uh, 
I was like the bottom to, to mid-range pole on that 125 compared to like a carbureted one. Because this is something I had heard and in, in some of the impressions I had heard was something about it was like the bottom to mid-range pole was a little bit better. They said it was they said it was be- better than the Yamaha. Well, no, I think they just said they were comparing it to the previous 125SX. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's been a little while since I've ridden the 125SX. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it's everything about everything about it is 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 better um just okay. just going to the fuel injection there's like i said in, in the, the the ktm's tended it the, the 125 i think specifically especially went to the new motor i think they got a little bit more finicky and mm-hmm. i always always wanted to make these half half needle clip position changes and i was always messing with the the fuel screw and i don't feel like there's that there's that need to do that stuff anymore okay like even even this weekend we went we 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 were riding with my KTM 200, and mm-hmm. um, we're fiddling. You know we started up, rode around a little bit. And it's like okay, fuel screw, little adjustment on a fuel screw, or actually air. I'm sorry, air screw. It's an air screw on a two stroke carburetor. Right. But that's just that's just normal for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, because the the undisclosed location is the elevation is just a little higher. Uh, then, uh, yeah, I was, I was mostly riding at higher elevation. Right. 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 I didn't want to give too much away there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all the questions I had, uh, on the 125 fuel injected or the, sorry. Are we, are we going to, are we going to do, are we going to do a rooster endo segment? Oh, we got, we got rooster endo segment. I was seeing if, uh, we had anything else before we wanted to go to commercial here from, uh, Oh, did did, nope. did did we have a joke this week? We did have a joke. We did oh, have a joke. Where'd it go? I forgot to put it on. I'm going to pull up the joke. You forgot to put the joke on? Yeah, I was... Okay. I can find... I think I can find the joke. Oh, Which I got the joke already. It? Yeah, I'm going to have I'm gonna have Cletus uh, say the joke. Oh, sweet. That's oh, cool. you got the joke? Yeah, I got the joke already. Okay, it's so like was... when everybody starts laughing super hard uh-huh. about this, this motorcycle joke, uh, then, then we'll, then we'll, then we'll go to break and we'll come back and we're going to do our, uh, our, uh, dirt bike test.com product tested segment segment. I'm going to talk about craft suspension uh-huh. that I've been testing and, and, and Roosterendo. and then we'll do the, uh, taco moto Roosterendo. But before we, before we, uh, before we go off, YZ2 I wanna... stroke. we'll talk about when yeah. we come back. You're going to do the, you're going to do the, the, the talk about how, the Yamaha YZ125 is the best bike on the start line. All choked up. <laughs> All right. Here's our question. Why can't the motorcycle stand up by itself? Why? Because it's too tired. There we go, guys. Comedy. Ah. Comedy. <laughs> I, I don't All think right. the delivery was for the win. Good. It's too tired. Yeah, it's too it's tired. tired. It can't stand up by itself because it's too tired. Too tired. But the, the, the That's del- what you are when you sit down and you ride your motorcycle. Yeah, I think the delivery's a little off there, Cletus. We're gonna. Oh, was that me? That was that on me? I'm sorry. It's all right. Well, I, we'll, I honestly didn't get it until Heather said something. We'll, we'll go to commercial and we'll tighten it up. Yeah, yeah. The, the, oh. the, the beatings, the beatings will commence until the uh, show improves. Here, I'll look Got one it. up. We'll have we'll have one later on. All right. Oh no, no one one joke a show. One motorcycle joke oh, a show. Okay. We don't okay. want to we don't want to ruin this shtick here. Right. Okay. So uh, <laughs> let's go to commercial break, and we'll come back with the uh, Taco Moto's Roost or Endo.
If you've ever seen any one of my bikes, they all have flex handlebars on them. What are those, Jimmy? Well, Fast Company, that's www.fastco.com, makes the flex handlebar, and it's essentially suspension built into your handlebars. They make bad forks good. They absorb impacts like you wouldn't believe, and they're really tough. And I've been running for over 20 years, and I don't think I've ever bent a set. And if I have, I forgot about it. It was a long time ago. So these are American-made products, and until you run them, you won't realize how good they are. The reason this works is the flex handlebar is stiff laterally through the steering path, but allows it to be forgiving from the load path without sacrificing control or input. This means it basically dampens the forces that you don't want, and it doesn't affect the forces you do want. So it steers properly and takes the pain out of your wrists. So if you're looking for good feel in your handlebars without suffering from catastrophic impacts or complaining that your forks are too harsh, the Flex handlebar is the solution. They make other products like the spoke torque wrench, impact pegs, really trick brake clevis and brake spring kits, and clicker adjusters. So if you're looking to get some of this stuff, check out www.fastco.com. That's spelled F-A-S-S-T-C-O.com. Remember, two S's in fast. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text and it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you if you've ever received an order from us you know that the taco touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty and we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested and ridden and raced and knows meets the, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. Since 2009, Seat Concepts has been dedicated to making the best aftermarket seats. More comfort, more grip, more riding. For 10 years, we've continued to raise the bar. Innovation and American craftsmanship make Seat Concepts the world-leading manufacturer of power sports seats. Seats. All right. And we're back. <laughs> Did you enjoy the commercial break, Jimmy? Yeah, we're back. Back? Okay. Yeah. So we're back with uh, Rooster Endo, talk, brought to you by Takamoto, the winner that hey, is Taco, by... Takamoto is your moto doctor. That's what I just... I watched the commercials for the yeah. first time. Oh, <laughs> first time watching those? Don't say that, Jimmy. Well, <laughs> it, you... So... We don't get to watch them because we're you don't we don't get to see them on the show. Mm -hmm. yep. But I started pushing buttons and I made something work over here. 
So let me cut you off again. And then again, yeah. like, yeah. that's what it's I your do, show. It's your I'm show. Not, not there. Well, you seem to be running it over there and just like, don't give Logan a whole lot of credit either. Um, well, no, Logan's, so, Logan's running it. Yeah. He's doing a good job. I, I actually wish where I'm positioned on the screen right now, I wish he moved it off to the side a little bit, maybe over um, by the, the, the a Cherby's a Cherby's headlight that's over to the side. That way, when the 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 ads and stuff, the sponsor logos come up on the screen in the back, mm-hmm. then we can see them. Does that make right. sense? I had that same input. Wow! Wow! Did your producer <laughs> buddy Matt <laughs> cut into that? Yeah, yeah I think it's I a, did. I've seen. I've seen him do it. It's like a drag option. You just drag that box a little bit off to the side. I think I did override him. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, 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 that's how this works here. I actually yeah. tried to adjust it because I'm watching, I'm still watching this thing and I'm still on like a 30, 45 second delay. Right. So I guess that's if oh. I say bad words, somebody can beep it so out. Yeah, just, just go ahead and drag that. There you there go. You go. Oh no! You can go ahead and say say bad words. I would bring it up just a little bit more, so it's a little bit further from Cletus's head. Oh, look at that! I, I just saw it right now. Yeah. See, I you wasn't thinking about the sponsors. It, you could make it a little bit yeah. bigger too. Yeah. Yeah. He, That's good there. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, producer Logan. He, I think he just got my job because I didn't think about the sponsors. Uh, and he did. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I over I overrode him because I didn't hear his reasoning. Hey, so, so this, there's one important thing here is it's going to take me a little while to start seeing the bike and I don't know right. how I'm going to see it. So you, you need to make sure you make that big on the screen. Like make sure Logan, make sure you block out both of their heads when oh. like that, that photo of the I, bike needs to block out both of their heads. We can see the outline of the picture right now. So we're, we're both going to be blocked. This first photo you're going to be blocked too. You're going to want to see it too. It looks pretty cool. Okay. But should we, should we do the, the, Actually, I think last time we did the dirt bike test product test of the week, which is also a sponsorable segment, by the way, we did mm-hmm. it at the end of the show, right? We did do it at the end of the show. We did. Okay, we, and then we did that because we, sh- we had we Logan keep, hop on. We should keep some consistency. And that yep. way, if someone just wants to know what the product we tested and talk about it, they can skip through all this crap. Just go mm-hmm. to the end of the show and scroll back a little bit and get right. There you go. Right. Which Trevor and I have an idea for you. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I have an idea to pitch to you later. Did you, did you think about it? Like use your brain? Oh, I thought about it. Yeah. Trevor thought it was a good idea. Did it hurt? A Is lot. Making clips <laughs> question mark. Oh, that that's really painful right there. That's really painful. <laughs> okay. So, so let's go ahead and start on, we'll start on uh takamoto.co rooster endo. Um, yeah. we'll, this one's we'll, from we'll, oh, Joe. Oh, um, Oh, sorry. Go. Can I, we introduce the, we're going to introduce the spot. That's good. I'm getting to see the picture right now. Introduce the spot. Um, So we want to make sure that uh, everybody knows that we get a hundred dollar gift certificate every week from Takamoto.co. So if you submit us a picture of your bike and this is really important, people tell us the year, make and model, and then tell us about your modifications. Try to be thorough but don't go overboard and don't double dip on the modifications. Like that guy last week, that had the small Epic, right? 
Cooper. Two pages full of modifications. Two pages. Three mods away from an automatic roost, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Uh, let's, let's roll. All right. So this first one's from Joe Lindbergh. It's a 2014 500. And one of the modifications is it crashes good. And that's the only one. So it's he didn't say what brand his bike was. Nope. No. Because at this point, I see a little bit of orange. Yeah. But I see like, a lot of white. It could, it it could be cars. white. And there's another brand that's that. And, it, it, you know, if it was red, it could be, you know. But uh, he looks so happy looks on like the ground. Too happy for me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it looks like he should. He needs he needs like riding lessons from someone. I know. Good oh. guy. Jimmy Lewis Maybe talk. he should go to the beginner online riding schools because motorcycles don't crash by themselves. No, you you no. have to put somebody on top of them. And, and but and he looks like this is so. This is something we there was there was some discussions about fun riding dirt bikes, and I've had this like discussion a long time. He looks like he's having fun riding his dirt bike, and hopefully, you know, when you crash, I and mean, it's the biggest thing, you don't get injured. Uh, I'm looking at his motorcycle. It looks like he's got some bark busters on there and it looks, I, it doesn't, it, it, he, he's had it, the photo is revealing enough to say he doesn't have a disc protector on it, which right. is a pretty <laughs> big bonus in my book. And he does but have I the, know, uh, the mirrors. Yeah. I want to know how he's going to, how he's going to get his leg out from underneath there. That's going to be a tough one, but it looks uh, he looks like he's having a good time. I'm, I'm going. I, I have, I'm going with a little bit of roost on this one. Mm. I mean, it, you, roost just for the smile, and the fact that the, the list was really short and it didn't tax Cooper's brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll roost it for for that. I was I was ready to kind of put it in the middle or endo just because we don't we don't really like promoting crashing here. No, but it's not really a crash. It's a, it's a, it's a guy playing in the mud and having fun, and he's his buddy is taking pictures of him. And he, you like know, a, I Joe, I'll tell down. you, I'll tell you, having having never ever been in this position in my entire life, uh, <laughs> here's what's going on with this photo: his front foot on the lower side is stuck underneath the fork leg, and the weight of that bike and his body is pushing down on that, driving that thing into the mud and he, he can't get out of it. You notice he's kind of trying to hold himself up with his elbow. Yeah. And yeah. notice his other hand is pulling his leg off of the bike because that weight is also crushing down on the other foot. He's not getting out without some help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that thing knifed in and I bet you, the, the, what you can't see there is you, you might think he came in the direction that he he's pointed right now, but he came in and almost he came in from the top of the photo because you can see where his wheel went in and, and nerfed in. Mm -hmm. And he did like a nose willy and didn't and go then, over the bars. And then the whole bike fell over there and pinched him. Yeah, that's what was. yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's exactly he, what happened. Accident, yeah. accident reconstruction by Jimmy. There you go. You should be a cop. No. Well, you are, you are married to someone who works in uh in solving yeah, crimes. She's, she's she's almost a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So we're thinking roost for this one. I'm gonna roost it. He looks like he's having a good time. 
I'm gonna yeah, put good it. times, Bruce. All right, we're, we're going to put it over here. Okay, next photo. What do we got next? Next Keep one's from Mike on. Warren. It's a 2005 KTM 500 of 525 MXC. It's got a bigger tank, foot pegs, seat concept seat, fast way kickstand. And I can't see it yet, so we're just gonna have to wait until yeah, that photo shows it. up. It's uh, it's not looking too bad. It I, was huge. It's a nice it's scenic a, photo. It's definitely got a big tank. Yeah, I'm um, kind of digging mm. it. Honestly, it reminds me a lot of my uh, I've got my uncle's four fifty for sale. By the way, if you would like to have a bike just like this, um, I have a, a four hundred version of this and a five twenty five also. Mm -hmm. uh, for sale, uh, contact me at jimmylewisoffroad.com. It's got a carburetor on, which means it hauls ass and burns gas. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's riding in the mud. That's slick stuff up there. Yeah. Where do you think that's at? Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with the... Uh, looks... Uh, Man, it's kind of it's green enough to be like northern Washington, or say even Pacific Montana. Northwest. Yeah, yeah, Pacific Northwest. I'm guessing, but yeah, uh, it looks like like wherever he's riding, they it was just the the field was just cleared. Like, it looks like yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks Tree like he's at the end of a logging road, right? So what what else? So yeah, he, he had the big tank. What did did he say? He, he cleaned the carburetor yearly. Oh, C concept. That's a winner. It's got a fast hey, way kickstand. They make good seats for those. Yes. Yeah. The what's is it? You know, is is the plate? Is it an Oregon plate? It looks yellow. Little, it could be it an Oregon yellow, plate. Yeah, it could Oregon, be Oregon or, yeah. or Alaska plate. And judging by those mountains, there, I'm going to say Oregon. Yeah. Oh, why? The, the Alaska is a lot more. If it was Alaska, the bike would be sunk halfway down in the mud, right? If it was Alaska, he he wouldn't even be able to get his phone out for this picture because he would be sunk in the mud in the uh, with his bike and being attacked by a grizzly bear. Oh, and a moose. You're, he's gonna, you'd get double teamed. Oh. Wait, <laughs> is this guy a Canadian? Uh, oh, could be BC. You know the reason. The only reason I went with Canadian is because I know they all live underground. And they have beady little eyes, and you don't see anybody in this photo. And it looks like he could have been building his underground fortress there. Yeah, it could be the top <laughs> of a of a of a mound, of an underground fortress. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I hate carburetors, right. and this bike has one. I already said that. And this bike has a Kickstarter and a carburetor. Yep. So, um, and like and a chrome uh, gas gas uh, cap. Yeah. Hey. Hmm. It's definitely the not a good gasket. style. No, that's, you know why you have this. So that's one of those really heavy billet gas caps. You know why you have one of those, Matt? Why is that? So the grizzly bears will steal the, the when gas. The moose start, when the moose starts charging well, and you're about ready, you're taking a picture, you, you reach up, unscrew the gas cap and throw it at the moose. <laughs> I would use it to try and blind the moose, but I don't think oh. either of those are really going to stop a charging moose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 it's old. I think this like, is like middle of the road. I'm gonna put it yeah, middle of the road. It also has like a like a 2014 era front fender as well. Oh, he upgraded the front fender. That's that's yeah. a pride. That's pride of ownership. Yeah, 
I think it's like middle of the road, not a roost nor an endo. No, dude, we yeah. can't waffle on this. There's no oh, way. I'm going to go endo. You're I'm going endo. Yep. I'm going to waffle. I don't. Th- I think in between it, it's not. It's you not. Got to pick one, Matt. Uh, no, I'm going to be Belgian here. <laughs> you know, I'm. I'm going to. I'm changing my mind. I'm saying I. The fact that he's keeping this thing running and hey, okay, yeah. So, uh, well, I don't. Now I'm torn because I, I'll tell you something that happened in one of our other rooster endos last week. But, uh, um, yeah. I don't know. I think he needs to get a newer bike, but I do like the seat. Wait, because mm-hmm. I'm I because I, all I do is is bend over for the sponsors. This bike officially roosts. I don't care what you okay. guys say. Put it well, on the roost. <laughs> all right, put it on the roost. Yeah, thank your seat concept seat. Hey, and by the way, that the the special announcement about that was so next week we're planning on having the seat concepts hot seat hotline. We're going to have yep. calls. We're going to take calls on this show. That's going to be fun. Yeah. It'll be next week and we'll be, we'll be ready for it. Make sure exciting. you guys turn into that. Yeah. And I, and I want, I want all of my regular viewers to call in so we can talk to you a little bit and then we'll, mm-hmm. we'll maybe we'll skip all the other segments and just do a caller call in regular caller, something like that. Yeah. Well, maybe we can have the caller. We can have callers help us with Rooster Endo even maybe. Yeah, that would be, that would be neat. Well, we'll have some behind hey. the, behind the scenes discussions. Okay. Hey, Logan, do you know a guy named uh, Sean Casey? No, but I like him. You do? He says to <laughs> mute me. Yeah. I thought he was one of your buddies. <laughs> Could be. You never know. Next okay. bike. All right. Next bike is from Brock Armstrong. It's a 2017 500 uh, EXCF. It's got a Cherry black plastic kit, a Cherry gallon tank Baja Designs XL80 with Moto Minded Mount Ooh Sizzaws Light Switches Takamoto Smog Delete Kit Pro Moto Billets End Cap and Foot Pegs IMS uh, Sick Ass Oh Sick Ass Yeah IMS Coolant Tank Recovery P3 Carbon Heat Shield Mother of All Radiator Guards Titty Tail Tidy tail. Is that what it is? <laughs> Tidy tail. <laughs> hey, that, oh, that's, God. A, that's a really nice. That's a really nice way to try to get more ratings there, um, Cooper. Yeah, but um, you know, gotta... <laughs> saying, saying titties, but unless you're showing them, it doesn't count. <laughs> you got tusk rear brake caliber guard, tusk brake lever and shifter, dirt tricks front and rear sprockets, Trail Tech vi- Vapor, C Concepts XL Comfort Seat, and a and get ECU, probably a couple I'm missing. Bike has been awesome. I, I think he's lying about it. He's lying about his sprocket, though. That looks like a rental. Yeah. 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 It does. It does look like a different sprocket, but did I mentioned the, this, the. Maybe that's an old photo. Did you mention the. Like the the rotor guard, the front brake rotor. He just says he's got it's, rear brake caliber it's, guard. It's an Achur- That looks like that looks like an Acherby's, um plastic one. It's it's not one of the ones that I'm so the metal ones. Yeah, anti. That's a that's a very nice that's a very nice well set up bike. Also, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat him up on the photo because you know you could have rode someplace other than a power line to take a picture with the power pole coming out of the front handlebar. But, um, 
Uh, here we go again. <laughs> and that stock kickstand, you know, Trail Tech makes a really good replacement kickstand for that, by the way. Um, yeah. Trail Did Tech. I got it. <laughs> he needs a kickstand. <laughs> a kickstand. Yeah, he, he's got a bike that used to have a kickstand. He has to lean it up against my truck. <laughs> I've uh, broke it four times. Four trail times? Trail Tech. Yep. Get a Trail Tech one. Um, let's see what else. I I, I think I I'm, kinda like the I like the blackout look, like no graphics, just black plastics. Yeah. I I like and it. That. And he's got he's got a lot of good stuff up in front with that Baja Designs light and the moto mine and stuff. That's mm -hmm. he's he's done some research and and put some thought into this thing. And uh he's got he's got like a lot of the right things. So I'm I'm liking I'm giving I'm giving him a roost, even though the photo. We're gonna yeah, have to I'm work on the photos, people. You, yeah, this, you could this, you could you could win this by having a better photo. This this is this one's yeah. roosting for sure. Roost, yeah, yeah. Mac could probably roost. blow Mac could probably blow that thing up. Uh, was it a five hundred? Yeah, yeah. Then I could blow it up. <laughs> so this one's from Mike Spiros. It's a twenty twenty EXCF five hundred six days. That's all I got. Is there a photo of it someplace? Yep, just, there is a photo. And, Wait a and I, I totally believe, like looking at the photo, I totally believe that there's nothing done to this bike because it has the tires that I, I'm not a fan of these tires. And Cooper Actually, was doing a whole bunch of, Cooper was doing a whole bunch of like pointing around and shaking his hands there in my 30 second delay here. Mm -hmm. uh, was that, was that something I was supposed to, that sub subliminal message I was supposed to be getting there or something? No. Right? It was for me, and I yeah. didn't understand it. I, didn't I was trying to tell him which photo to pick. It worked oh. last time. Yeah, because the last one came up a lot quicker. Yeah, I same. I actually I like this this kind of like blacked out gray. Oh, the uh, the, the orange look, frame, the, the black with the orange with the orange frame, the black with the orange. No, that is looking really good. It's just I look at those tires, and it it kind of kills it for me. I I stream. totally agree. Yeah. And he didn't even have time to take it outside to take a pretty photo of it. No, he was he was and too busy. Is there no skid plate on that? That is very shiny plastics, by the way. These are, these are very new or a lot of SCE one. I wonder. So is that a graphics kit where it's gray or is that reflection? That's got to be a graphics kit. No, is I, it? Graphic? Is it? I think it's a oh, graphic. I I can't tell. Could, could be so shiny. I think it's just super shiny because I don't see any like hard lines where the where the graphics begin or the end. Okay, people, you know what we think about really shiny. Oh bikes. wait, actually no, it is graphics. It is graphics. I can tell in the picture right next. Uh, it's a little wrink. The the graphics are a little wrinkled actually. Oh, it looks like I put them on then. Is what you're trying yeah. to say? Oh, yeah, I see yeah. it now. Yeah, yeah. So That's, it is. It is graphics that make it so shiny. No skid plate, okay. or am I not seeing that right? There's a skid no, plate. No, it has it's a skid plate. Stock. Oh, yeah. Stock it's one. the tires. Just yeah. It's it would be such a roosting bike, but the tires just end it. And he and he's got it in his garage next to his other favorite thing, his pressure washer. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I, I'm uh. God, I like the way the bike looks. I don't like the tire. Endo. Endo, yeah. Endo. It's going to look really good when you get on the brakes and you keep sliding and sliding and sliding or when you initiate a turn and you wash it out. Right, but they work good on the street. Oh, yeah, and really it, good but, on the street. But it's better. And, and, and you know what? It, than, if, if you are actually using it as like a commuter bike, then yeah, go ahead and keep those tires. But 
Right. So this, it's not, at least it's not supermoto wheels at dirt bike test. Right. <laughs> this next one is from Damian Lee. It's a 21 KTM 500 EXCF with a full taco sauce setup. Taco, taco moto get ECU traction control knob, Desmog PMB end cap, reeds pulled, Mozcow motos 10 liter, Bark, bust, bark Buster Blizzard wind, wind guards. It was it Kyra? Cycra? Cycra, yeah. Cycra. Oh, I need to practice Cycra, that one. Yeah. Full wraparound Bark Busters, P3 pipe guard. It's got Molecure skid plate, bulletproof designs rad guards, gold on fuel filter, metal quick connect, 90 degree fuel tap, taco moto oil cap, moto minded dash, moto minded stunt mount. Zumu XT, a chair bees, 3.9 gallon tank, double tank, coffin mirrors, seat concepts, XL co- comfort. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 coffin mirrors. Yep. Oh, he's calling the he's calling the double take mirrors coffin mirrors. Yeah, he says double it, take it, coffin mirrors. That's oh, does it say double mirror. take? Yeah, it says double take yeah. coffin mirrors. Double take Cooper, coffin mirrors. And Cooper left out the double take part. I said it, didn't no, I? He said it, but said it wrong. How did I say it say? wrong? Uh, he said a cherbus. Did said I say that double again? Tab. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Scott we're, Evo. Sticklers, we're, we're sticklers for the pronunciation here. What was his name again? Damien. Da- just a first wrong? name. Damien Lee. Okay, good. We can pronounce that. Yep. 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 Evo suspension lowered, 1.5 front and rear, bulletproof design, chain adjuster, heated grips, Takamoto blinker combo switch. That was it. Hey, he's he's up he's up high and I see the cascades. Mm-hmm. That that look that's a pretty dope bike. I, I'm sorry, as soon as I see saddlebags, it's a roost for me. What? Well, is is every bike we've had a KTM 500 tonight? tonight? I think so. Yeah. Is, is it, it's, it's, we got a 525. Oh, is that right? 525. Yeah. Yeah. KTM big displacement dirt bike night. I'd say roost. Uh, yeah. I'm with Matt I, on the saddlebags. I I think I'm going with roost too, uh, just because he took his bike out of his garage and he has real tires on it and he's using it. And, and it's probably so cold up there. He had to use those big giant handbag bark buster thingamajiggers. Um, that's a, uh, he's got an orange uh, license plate too, Oregon. Mm-hmm. That think, doesn't look as thick as Oregon though. What's that? Doesn't look as thick as Oregon is. <laughs> the, the, like the trees and everything. Oh no. Oh, Oregon okay. has plenty of desert, my friend. Logan will tell you after we ride across it. They have sand dunes in Oregon, don't they? I think so. On the coast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that. Coast they do. I'm sure there's places you can find them out in the desert, too. I know they have cinders. They have a lot of cinders out there. Uh, Yeah, roost. I'm, I'm up with roost. Yeah, I'm roosting. The, and, but, you know, the only reason I was even thinking about not roosting it, because he doesn't have a seat concept seat. Oh, he does. He does. It's the XL Comfort. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does have seat concepts. In it for sure, Roos. Yeah. Oh. I missed out. Uh, missed out. You that. would know that it was a seat concept seat if Cooper didn't mess up 
one out of every what? three. <laughs> I thought I did good. No, no. Was not that on that good one. one? That was bad. <laughs> that one was bad. Don't don't show don't show Cooper. All right. Hey, it's okay. I, you know, it, we've had. Have you have you kids heard the saying? Uh, let me get this right because I'm going to butcher it, and then you can laugh at me too. Uh, the pot calling the kettle black. No, nope. I've heard it. Yeah, that's the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys well, haven't yeah. heard this phrase. I've never heard that. Really? No, that's no. that's why you should go to school for at least one more year. At least. <laughs> <laughs> watch the whole movie. I recommend watch, watch the whole movie. Well, no, that's that's yeah. a common phrase. Like I've heard that like many Google times, it. not just in a movie. Yeah. What was it again? The pot. The calling pot the kettle calling black. the kettle black. No. Just What's a kettle? What it says. What's a kettle? Yeah. A big pot. <laughs> a big pot. Okay, let's get on to the motorcycle stuff. Come on. Yeah. What's next? Are we done? Yep, that was it. I have a winner already, but what do you guys say so I can overrule you? I like Damien's bike. The last one. The last one. With I the saddlebags. I like it, but he said he, had, he already had a lot of taco sauce. He did. Um, you shouldn't you you shouldn't get disqualified for supporting one of our sponsors. By the way, I agree. And which, he's got which, two which, concepts. Which he's done a good. He's done. He's got multiple. Actually, a lot of these guys have multiple concepts. But right. I, I I honestly the the what what I liked more about that entire um set of photos, I like the smile on the ding dong yeah. that crashed in the mud hole. What's yeah. our ding dong's name? Joe Joe Lemberg. Yeah, Joe. For me, it was going to be Joe's, Joe or Mike Warren. Joe looked like he was having a good time. He looked like yeah. he was having a good time, and and he, his bike looked like he could use some stuff. Mm-hmm. It, yes, it, it's it's like it's like the other ones kind of had a lot of the stuff, and they're they're good, and I think that's great. But I think, it, and I don't want crash photos to come in. Like like yeah, like we're not giving it to girls anymore. So if your girl wait. Logan said he wanted more girls to watch this show, so I can't do that. Okay, so if your girl, maybe the first girl that takes a picture with her and the bike wins the next one. But we're not going to win just because you're crash photos, and you don't have to be a KTM just to win. But mm-hmm. I like the I like the that it wins for the smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. He's got his glasses on. He's yeah. You're, we're on. all in agreement. What does Logan say? He's going to disqualify us. It was the first one and the last one for me. For me, it oh, was. Yeah. I'm going with first yeah, one. We'll yeah. go with this one. For me, it was either the first one, Joe, or it was the uh, 525 since he's just been keeping it going since 20, 2005. <laughs> right. But yes. uh, cool. All right. Joe Lindbergh, go ahead and uh, reach out to me uh, at Matt at Jimmy List Off Road and we will get you set up. Congratulations. Yeah. And that has been Rustrando. Brought to you by Takamoto.co. Congrats, Joe. Yeah. So if you need a if you need a moto doctor, um, Taco Mike is there to is there to help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. What uh, I was going to talk about. Well, do we talk about like Logan went racing? Yeah. Did Logan? Did we want Logan to hop on for this? Or um, sure, he can. There at the wide shot. Are, are we picking up the the third camera, or is that changed now? Oh no, the third camera is still here. Like there's still Jimmy Cam. It's just I, I haven't really been talking enough for it to be on me. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, yeah, if we can get we can get Logan over there in there. He can mm-hmm. he, if he just leaves it on the on the on the 
on the or actually you can switch with Cooper and then yeah. uh yeah, I was gonna say we'll we'll boot Cooper out because Cooper, you know how to press he, buttons, right? Yeah. Okay, we might just leave it on wide. Need... <laughs> we'll just leave oh, it on wide. Did he learn <laughs> did you learn this no. today? I know how to press Hey, good job, guys, because no technical difficulties that I can see on my end. Oh yeah, it's amazing. You left and it got really good. <laughs> uh okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to go surfing tomorrow. So screw you. I'll stay here. Sounds good. I'm going to probably uh, work, <laughs> work tomorrow. I'm going to work on, I'm going to, I'm going to work on trying to get some uh, more money for dirt bike test. Okay. Yeah. If you, if you're looking to sponsor a show just like this or, or whatever, we don't do any other shows. Did you, did you, so this new idea you have is with Trevor, oh. is it having to do with a whole nother show? It's essentially kind of an extended version of what this next segment's going to be. Oh, oh, of Roost on Logan? Oh uh, no, not Roost on Logan, but no. And so essentially, the, the the idea is like where I don't know everyone who's involved with their bike test driving is testing that week. Essentially, we have like a, a, a one big Zoom meeting. We just kind of all talk about what we're going to be doing that week. Oh, that so could that, way, that could be pretty good. Hey, yeah, so that hey way Heather, people you're get getting, to see you're getting text messages on your on your oh, uh, screen here. Yeah. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm reading all of Heather's text messages on on her. Uh, oh account. wow! I didn't. I didn't. I, I kind of no. It's just on the thing. I didn't think that. Um, I thought I was going to be back in studio. To be honest with you, I, it, it was mm-hmm. good. But I'm glad you guys are putting up with Slack. But Logan, you had a big big race this weekend. Yes. Oh. And the only reason you got to race is because it was your sister's birthday. <laughs> yep. And she wanted to go. She wanted to go hang out at the races. Yes, she did. For all, for all the, for all the dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So Good does 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 she have a lot of friends at the races, Logan? Yeah. So how'd that go for you? Busy. <laughs> I love it, how concise it, his race interviews are. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's known for talking. That's this. Is right. By the way, welcome, welcome to the show, Logan. Welcome to the, yeah, welcome to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Nice to see you. you uh, all those episodes you've done, you, you got to teach uh, Cooper over there the anti deer in the headlights oh, thing. Yeah. Time? Do I no, like? Cooper's been on like three times now. He co-hosted when Logan got COVID or whatever Logan was dying from last time. Wait, is this his third or fourth time? Third time in third a row. Time. Okay. Oh, consecutive. Yeah. Or second yeah. in a row. That's oh, don't worry, Logan. He's gonna he's gonna kick you out pretty soon. <laughs> I was hoping. It's all right. Don't worry, Logan. You're gonna be kicking me out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you gotta keep you gotta keep the younger generation just you know replacing. It's it, right. that's how we keep the pay scale down. You know, somehow. Right. Well, well, Logan is, isn't he the replacement for my replacement's replacement at this point yeah. for like, yeah, it was, it was something like that. There's a lot of, yeah. Hey, but the other important question, like while we're getting the, the, the Logan interview, uh, mm-hmm. is Mojave Bob asleep yet? No, no, he's actually been wide awake this whole time, which is young. surprising because he's not hearing anything that you're having to say. It's like, he's That's... a little bit more interested once you left. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking is like my right. droning voice isn't putting him to sleep over there. The, the, so, the, the uh, Jimmy voice ASMR. Well, like may Sean Casey might've had a, had a, had a point, yeah. you know, 
make me shut up. Uh, okay. So Logan, you took the uh, 2022 YZ125 out to the works race up in Utah. Yes. And aside from being very busy with all your sister's friends, uh, you pulled some hole shots. Two. Two. Yes. Uh, which was because of a red flag, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, because if in that race where you pulled the whole shot and then the bike, cause you left the choke on. Um, one, it was, I was tied the first one. I was pretty much tied for a whole shot and, um, the choke was on. And so, then the second so that, one, it was choke off and going. So that doesn't say a ton for your competitor's ability to run through the gears. No, no. Uh, but you, you got a, You got a good reaction time there. You got a good jump. And even with the choke, no. you're able to get the first turn. Not a great jump, uh, with the choke on. Yes. <laughs> and so, so, uh, so then you got your restart. How'd the, how'd the race go? Uh, didn't see many people the entire time. Thought that was weird. But you got third. Yes. And so you didn't see the two guys go blown by you? That was in the first turn. And then after, after you got that, the whole shot. Yeah. Where do they where do they measure the whole shot these days? Like Well, it was a drift. So the first the line was like in a half a turn, and then the first real turn, 90 degree, was when they got me. So the second turn. Were you on the inside yeah. or the outside? Inside. Why didn't you clean them out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you gotta, nice. we're trying to we're, we're trying to get Logan into this winning this winning mentality. The guy that took out, who like punted that other guy. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, well, Heather, Heather's, over here, Heather's over here ready to help coach you a little bit for the you know the the racing don't. technique. Like, like instead of, instead of the pie that we teach, instead of the cornering pie, it's just hey. it's just whatever. If you see a bike in front of you, wait until your bike's pointing toward that, towards that, and then you get on the throttle. Yeah. yeah. How many times? Have you, how many times have you had to listen to that speech I do about the 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 not the pie state section of the turn, where to do the braking and where I make sure I line up? Because if you said outside, I'm like, what are you thinking? I was going to go off on you there, but now you said you're on the inside. And it's like. How can they get by you on the inside? They have to come through you at that point. You just, you know, you know, Justin Barsha. How many classes are there in a year? <laughs> How many classes do we have in a year? Yeah. Uh, like 10, Six, seven. 10 at the school. So, so okay. you, but you guys are over there having your little huddle while I'm giving my boring speech. <laughs> it's a, uh, I mean, it's, where it's, it's, where it's actually the, it's the coaching. We're forming a coaching union. It's just the talks have been ongoing for quite a minute, for quite a few years times. now. Yeah, I've heard it fifty <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but anyways, at, so what did you? So you you decided to race even that YZ125 in the uh, in the open race, yeah? The 125 race and then the the age group race. So you raced four fifties on your one twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. 
So this is where this is where the Logan interviews get really good because you're gonna you're gonna say more than like three words. I hope. How how what was the reason for riding the 125 versus the KTM 300 XC? Uh, it was fun. It was something different and a thorough review. Uh, you, you did a thorough review of the bike when you rode it. Yeah. I think, I think I'm going to have, yep. Do you write more than you talk? Yeah. No, do you, if, absolutely if, if, not. If I had, Oh, you don't. No. Well, can you, can you talk into your phone and make words come out of it? Like text About to three. speech or something? About three. Maybe really great About for business writing, really short, concise to the point. <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the toughest tasks of somebody that's writing is to be concise because it's so easy. It's kind of like my verbal diarrhea speak. And I just, you know, keep going all the time. You, you have a skill there. I think you just need to polish it a little bit. So, I, so between the two of you guys, we need to, we need to get a YZ125 test out. Ooh, let's do it. So, yeah. So th that would require some writing or talking into your phone or mind melding, whatever you kids do these days. Oh, we'll be, Dude, we should record a video too. Record a video. Did yeah. you do a TikTok on the YZ125 yet? No. Did you see a picture on the Instagrams of Matt's girlfriend with blue hair? <laughs> I did not. You did it's not? not oh, you're not following Matt on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I follow um, him on yeah. Snapchat and I saw a blonde girl, but a blonde girl. it turns out that yeah. might not be her. Oh, don't That's okay. Me. Is this, is, is this the, uh, is this the cat girl, Matt? Uh, yes, it is. The one where it is. I, I, I visited her place and I started to break out in the hives from the cat hair. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a hard time breathing. So that, that was not a good time. Right. So, uh, good. So, you know, good, good things. You guys had a good, good weekend, you know, yeah. thinking about your ladies more than the dirt bikes, but you know, sometimes things get in the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you, if you, if, I'm just going to give you some advice here. When you park the dirt bike and you're, you're done with it for a little while to go visit your ladies, the dirt bike doesn't come and want to know where you're at. Mm. That's the, that's the nugget of knowledge for this show. You don't have to tell me. I, I already know. I already know this. The, the young one. We need to teach the young ones here, though. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, do we have any other questions that popped up in the chats? All that um, stuff? Not hey, a whole lot Victor? that I've seen. Where's not, I haven't seen him tonight. Must be on uh, jail. <laughs> back in Facebook, <laughs> in Facebook jail. jail. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so hey, I, I, um, yeah, I want to thank everybody for, uh, watching the show, joining in. Um, thanks for the stupid questions. Thanks for the good questions. Uh, thanks for commenting. Uh, you can always subscribe, tell a friend about this. There's lots of different ways to, you know, help promote this. And hopefully you've gained a little bit of knowledge in this, you know, whether it's, you know, you're a, a young kid that you wish you were on TikTok right now, but you're watching this wherever you found it and you realize that motorcycles are better than girlfriends uh, or you figured out that you're, you should run regular size tubes instead of a moose, which 50, eh, 50. What else do we tell people about? Uh, see crossfire boots. Oh, I got to talk about craft suspension. 
Yeah, yes. I was going to say, I thought we were messing out. We were supposed to do a segment about talking about uh, what you're testing or what you'd have. That's tested. right. And that's that's the way that's where we're going to wrap up the show. OK, so you don't have to go to the very end. Um, why don't you right before I do this? Why don't you read off a nice list of our sponsors while I collect my thoughts? Right. So we want to thank Takamoto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company and Seat Concepts. And we also want to thank Yamaha with their uh, where you can experience pure performance, exhilarating power at the full line of Yamaha YZ two stroke bikes. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new for 2022. The revised YZ125 makes for the perfect hole shot device that you don't you can keep the leave the choke on for. It features an all new engine, revised six speed transmission, new brakes, suspension settings, improved rider ergonomics, and new aggressive styling, and more. The YZ250 also delivers improved rider ergonomics, new front and rear brakes, updates, suspension settings, and aggressive styling. For a truly race-inspired look, check out the YZ250 and YZ125 Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Editions. And for the next generation of riders, the YZ65, 85, and YZ85LW deliver big bike specs in a smaller package. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone today. Uh, okay. So right before I got into the, get into the thing, Logan, did you wear climb gear today? Nothing climb. Nothing climb. Scott. So I will, I went, did you wear it? Oh, That's it. so since you got the whole shot, you didn't have to use the tear offs. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good time. Okay. So. The, this went up on uh, dirtbiketest.com. That's www.dirtbiketest.com. Um, I put up the test of the Cruft suspension, which I've actually been working on way too long. I got just distracted, lazy. It di- didn't didn't get written up because I wanted to make sure I had it on point. And so I've moved the suspension around uh, to a couple different bikes just to make sure that I felt. And I did a lot of back to back. And so uh, we put it on a. 2019 i believe ktm 500 it was just the stock wp explorer stuff and kreft has a basically they have something called revalve control which is kind of their 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 highlight feature that they put in the uh, explorer fork so it gives it a true kind of a mid-speed valve adjustment which is sort of what you do when you revalve. A lot of times, a lot of the suspension valving is done in the in the mid-speed valving, which you can't get to. And they've developed an adjuster that kind of controls this. The other stuff they did to our our uh, our fork was they put an independent compression and rebound control, which they the, the forks already have, but now these it has the compression and rebound on the top and the bottom of the fork. And then they do a lot of finishes. They micro polish the um, the fork sliders. They did a shock body and a reservoir. And the reservoir has essentially uh, you got to look at the picture of the thing. It's this it's this turbine kind of flow. The way that it runs the oil through the shock reservoir. So it's kind of some interesting stuff. It's about twenty two hundred dollars worth of suspension modifications, and we got the full boat. They wanted to show us what they we're capable of making this KTM suspension do. And frankly, I was, I was really impressed, especially with the fork right off the bat. And I've ridden with kit suspension 
bikes, you know, the, 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 the cone valve forks and factory forks and all this different stuff on a lot of different bikes. And what those always have is, is what I call a dead planted feel. And it's, it's the ability to have the fork be stiff, but not harsh. And that's what this craft setup did with a stock, you know, essentially a stock Explorer fork. And the hard thing for me is I actually like the stock EXC suspension. I've liked it for quite some time and I actually think it's gotten better and better. And that's where I differ from everybody else because everybody else says, oh, it's horrible. And even Kreft will tell you like the stock components are substandard or they're not capable of doing that much. And they have graphs and charts that show you what the stock stuff does versus what their stuff does. Now, the reason I'm different is because I think where they've set the stocks up for the regular rider is actually pretty good. And you're not going to hear this from other journalists because they're all better than the bikes. And they, they'll tell you, oh, you need to do this and you do that. And you have to send your suspension away. And it's a really easy thing to say, but I like the stock stuff. So me sending suspension out to get it done, especially by somebody I've not worked with before, is kind of a risk because I'm already taking something off the bike that I know how to set up. I can click it around a little bit, add a little bit of oil. And this is what I do with the stock stuff. And I can get it really good. Or I have my usual suspension tuner, which is George ESP, who knows me because he worked with me since the early, the late 80s, actually, was doing my stuff. So he knows my characteristic. He knows what I like. So he knows what a stock set does. And I can send it to him. We can talk very quickly. And I say, I want a little bit more here, a little less here, advice, you know, whatever it is. And he knows how to do it. But for me to just take a suspension and send it up there to Kreft up in Bend, Oregon, is a little bit of a is a little bit of a reach, but their customer service is like is was like first class. They sent down a really nice box that I just put the suspension in, shipping label off and gone. They had one of their suspension technicians call me. We spent a lot of time on the phone, which I told them kind of what I said. I like the stock stuff. This is what I would like to have improved. And and one of the things I said is I said I like. The, the initial softness or the or the initial plushness of the stock stock stuff. And I like the bottom ear resistance the stock has. Other than that, I feel like it moves too much in the middle of the stroke. And I just hear people say, oh, it's too stiff or it's too soft and whatever that means. But so I'm, I'm kind of in the middle there. I, I, I like the initial softness and I like the bottom ear resistance, even with the PDS shock. And so got it back. Uh, you know, they did, they did all this stuff to it. got it back, put it on. I said, initially I was very happy with the fork, the shock matched and it was balanced with the fork, except for the bottoming. And it, it right away, it was so good on the upper two thirds of the stroke. And then it would, it would blow through and bottom too much for me. And so I call him and said, Hey, I think everything's pretty good, but he, and I, I really couldn't even get a great feel for the fork because, you know, I was, the shock didn't have the safety built into it. And I went and spent a little bit of time uh, clicking around, see if I could get it. I actually changed springs. I went up a spring rate. I did a couple of different other things to see maybe I lose, you know, soften the front end up. Maybe the fork was stiff enough to cause it. And it was like, no, it's bottoming too much. So we had, went ahead and sent it back. They did another setting, tried some stuff, and it came back and it was still too soft. And then they kind of thought, oh. You're, you're, what are you doing with this thing? Like, what, what, how are you, you know, why is it bottoming out so much? And I think just their, 
being Pacific Northwest and being a little more like I would call it trail oriented or thinking they're a little more trail oriented. I don't think they understood my kind of, I would say a little bit off the scale need for excessive, you know, some better bottoming control, but they went ahead and, and did another setting and it came back and it was better, quite a bit better than it. It was quite a bit better than the two times before. And at least now it matched the stock bottoming resistance, which I feel is really, really good on that bike. And so now it, it, it kept that good same upper two thirds of the stroke. And then it had a very controlled bottoming, which I like for safety. So when I slam into something I don't want to hit or I jump a little bit farther than I want, it doesn't, it's not so much the bottoming, it's the way the bike rebounds, especially on a PDS shock. You want to be able to control this. So all good. And uh, overall, I was uh, I was really impressed. And the revalve control does exactly what they market it to to do. It it it's like essentially with clicks. Now you're getting a different damping character in the 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 mid speed control of the shock. And I found by using their suspension setting chart, which, like I said, this first class customer service comes with really nice documentation. Um, really uh you know uh, you know they send you all your used parts but if you want to know more about this the easy thing to do is go to dirtbiketest.com i'm going to put up a video uh specifically on this uh soon where i'll probably say almost the exact same i just same thing i just told you uh but uh anyways uh price is um pretty high but it's it's common you know, if you're going to have that level of work done and there is a lot of work that's done to this stuff to get the finishes and have the extra parts put in, um, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty reasonable. And, and they actually, uh, you know, it's, it's like getting kit suspension using your stock components for about half the price is the, is kind of to sum that up as quickly as I could. So that's what I think. Any questions? No, cause I actually read, read the article earlier. Uh, so did I, did I say the same thing? <laughs> Pretty much. Like you just summed up your your article. And I, I think uh, we uh, should have some... looked. So if that if that was too long for you, if you got bored of hearing me talk, um, Sean Casey, um, we're gonna have Logan now summarize that. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. <laughs> Tried it on many different bikes. Um, went back to back with the what Jimmy likes and what he would have wanted. And I think he found it and it's worth money. If you're worth willing to put it up there. And is it, is it better? Is it time. better than your dad's suspension setting with the front forks? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we should have your, your, your dad needs to ride that front fork and see what he thinks. Yes. He, he, is, he needs to ride a, any front fork and figure out what he's missing. He, he, <laughs> he he's picky <laughs> with the front forks. So have you heard it? Does it clank again? Yeah. Oh, oh something's wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, that's our, that's our dirt bike test product tested of the week. I don't know what we're going to work on next week. What are we going to work on next week? Uh, I think we're going to work on getting me to say less ums. I think that's what we're going to work on. Oh, okay. Yeah, too many ums and uhs. I need to, I need to dial it back in. I need to, I need, we need to bring up the pull up and push up counter. 
Oh, yeah, that's, that that's what a, I feel like. That was good for all. Yeah, the, the worst thing is actually having to listen back to yourself. So awesome. No more <laughs> questions in the chat. Other than that, yeah, we're, I think ready, we're all good. Ready to send it. Well, hey, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you guys for um holding down the fort there. Uh everybody's yeah, no good. Problem. Um thank all of our sponsors again. Uh they they've you know they're making this thing uh come live to you every week. Uh thanks our top fans, regular viewers, all that stuff. Um our numbers have been going up, which is awesome. So Thanks for sharing it. And uh, with that, Logan, you're going to do the, the the end of the show read for the podcast. Oh, In I, more I than was one the producer. Why can't the host do that? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I was thinking uh, Cooper and I were going to tag team it because Logan's this. been slaving away with okay. the buttons. Okay, you guys, you guys be in charge. I'll uh, I'll see you out there soon, um, and uh, get up on that roof and uh, get that squeaky wheel fixed. <laughs> All right. You know, you remember how to end the show? We'll see you out on the, trail. on the trails. Cheers. See Cheers. you guys. <laughs>